everyone, and welcome to Downtime with John and Emily, the how-to podcast by siblings who don't know anything. I'm your co-host, John Downey. And I'm Emily Downey. And John has a brand new microphone. <laughs> Woo! My, yay! My old microphone uh, did its did its job. It, it did its due diligence for five years, whenever the hell we started this podcast. I've used the same condenser mic since we started. Uh, and we sat down to record a couple days ago for this week's episode, and just nothing, just absolutely, absolutely shit the bed. But I think we can we can give it a true Vikings funeral. It did its, it it did its work for a good long while. It lived a long life. That microphone. Yeah, as long as you don't give it like a real Viking funeral where you actually like set it on fire and set send I, it down a river because that is bad. I'm going to take it. Look, Emily, I. <laughs> You're going to take it to the shitty goose pond behind your house. My microphone (laughs) had a will and testament, and I'm not about... I understand it's bad for the environment. I'm not happy about it, but that's that's what it asked for, okay? And it did us very well. It got us as far as we are today. Look, if it was my job to to just collect your spit and stray beard hairs for five years, (laughs) I would want to be set on fire, too. So, Um, I have a... Speaking of hair... I have a quandary. Yes. What's your quandary? Well, it's been cold. You realize. <laughs> yes, right? Yeah. Like, and uh, I'm one of these people who gets cold in the shower. Like, there's literally not enough hot water in the world for me. And so, especially in the wintertime, but transitioning to all of the time, I mm-hmm. do not shave at all. Yeah. And it was Easter and I had to go to my job and I was like, it was hot and I wanted to look, t- wanted to look nice. And I had to put on, you know, I put on a dress and high heels and had like extremely hairy legs. And I had this like serious conflict where I I was thinking like, do I shave my legs? Like I was in too much of a hurry to do anything. So I was like, people are just going to have to deal with it. Right. Right. But now I'm sort of like, do I ever have to shave? Because I (laughs) don't want to right and so that's like reason number one and only reason you need to not shave your legs right like yeah i don't want to it's the same reason you don't shave your legs because you did it once you didn't like it so yeah, it was well i i haven't done it again mostly because that experience was traumatic for multiple reasons yeah it was it was overwhelmingly long long time listeners of the show will know that that was a bad experience all around for everyone involved (laughs) (laughs) but um yeah it wasn't even good content so it wasn't content the the episode got lost because because i forgot to john remembered to record i forgot to record (laughs) anyways um yeah this, we had some dark times we've learned we've had to we, learn we've gone the hard way <laughs> yeah we've had to learn the hard way on a lot of things um but yeah i'm really have i'm in a quandary right because i it's like shorts and skirts season i do own a razor mm-hmm. like is it time do i just trim occasionally like just snip it lower because like currently it's like things are like pretty Oh, natural. Like, <laughs> like I didn't know leg hair could get this long. Kind of. Oh, natural. Actually, that's not true. Because I lived when I lived in Ethiopia, it was the same deal. Like, I didn't cut my hair, didn't right. shave, didn't shave my pits, didn't do anything. And I was perfectly happy. Um, But now I, it's sort I, of like shorts time. So I don't know I, what to do. Look, I would say 
are you are you a swimmer are you a competitive swimmer I am not. I do enjoy swimming. I'm a very okay. good swimmer. But like, you're not worried about your timing. Not typically. No, no. Especially that's, since that's like, the only real reason I can think of that one would need to shave anything. Yeah, and I'm not like a fast enough runner, really, either. Yeah. To like the that rest would of make it, a difference. I think it would be an interesting challenge, actually, to see how long you can get it. That's the thing. Okay. Is like that's what I was taught when it came to my facial hair. I don't know how valid this is, but I took it as gospel as a fourteen-year-old when someone said to me, "Hey, if you want a beard like mine, you should start shaving now." And I didn't have anything growing in at that point because I was very that's young. That's stupid. And that's based on the old myth, John. Look, that's based on that myth that everyone believes that's not real, which is okay. if you shave it, it comes back thicker and darker, which is not fucking true. It's just that short hair. Hair, when it is short, appears thick and dark. And then when it grows out, because it has access to things like the sun, <laughs> it gets paler and also okay, right, appears right, right, right. thinner. But it's yeah, not. Yeah. It's just longer. No, no, no I get it. I, the, yeah, it's I fine. just wanted science. to do a, like a quick education because yeah, like, yeah, no, it, it bothers me. No, give me my platform. This is, <laughs> this is our platform together and I want to be able to say things. Yes, but I want to create the visual in the listener's head of you having actual like Sasquatch legs and I mean, just kind of long, beautiful, flowing armpit hair. I have like very long, graceful ankle hair right now. <laughs> like it's very it's on the shins. It gets a little bare, but on the ankles, that's like where I'm really shining. That's the problem is like at the bottom of my pants, it just kind of like sticks out, you know, like little puffs. <laughs> My arm hair like, is pretty. Look like a scarecrow stuffed with hay that someone has put together yeah. in their overalls at the bottom while the hay is poking yeah. out. Yeah, exactly. That's, oh, that's, that's kind of the situation. Um, also, you spoke about how how long it would take or how long you could get it. I'm really concerned at this point how long it's going to take. Were I to shave it, like that's going to be like a whole afternoon. It's a whole that project. I now you have, have to, to bring in a crew. Yeah, now I have to, like, carve out this time, whereas before when I was shaving, like, every time I was in the shower, I would just go, like, whoop, 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 just real quick, you know? We're all we're all getting vaccinated. Uh, I've Emily's got Johnson & Johnson. She's done. I'm getting my second dose of Pfizer this week. We're we're going out on the town, okay? We're getting we're getting geared up to, to be able to go out places as a society. Your friends yeah. come over. They're like, Emily, we're going to go out. We're going out for real. This is the real deal, okay? And you're like, okay, I'd love that. However, here's the thing. I have to shave everything. Yeah, I have to <laughs> shave it all. So if we want to if we want to get out of this apartment, out of this house in in sometime under 2 hours, you guys, we all got to we all got to glove pitch up. In. We all got to glove up, get everyone get a razor. And we're just gonna we're gonna go in. Everyone take a limb. We're we're gonna go. See, I would be work down together for that. on this. Sort of like a group project type of situation. <laughs> I'd be fine with that, you know. But I don't really understand a going out situation, in which I must shave my legs. It really felt like Easter was the day to do it, and it didn't sure. happen on Easter, so now it's past. You know, like now we're over it. Yeah, I'm not certain of this, but I don't know. I feel like attached to it now. Yeah. Like the armpit hair, whenever I shave my pits, I miss it. I've said this before and I mean this truthfully. I tr I truly believe that body hair on on anyone is is bad. 
<laughs> I don't. I oh. I would. I would go if I had the money. I would get my whole body waxed all the all the time. I feel really? like I'm I'm like just a few steps away from a Howie Mandel situation where I just don't yeah. want any of it on me. So maybe we can maybe we can make a new a new holiday of Easter where it's like if you're not Christian and you don't want to you don't want it to be that holiday but you still like having the day to be like a special day. It can just be it can just be spring cleaning day for everybody. Yeah, for everybody. For everybody. Spring, <laughs> spring clean your body. Get that nasty, dirty hair. I don't understand, like, dirtiness and hair, that combo. Because every time I'm with uh, Taylor's mother, she mm-hmm. tries to convince me to get him to shave his beard. Okay. Because, and I quote, it looks dirty. Sure, sure. And I do not share her views at all like right i'm like the opposite like i don't want him to shave you know like i appreciate the beard i like it actually i think the worst thing is after a man shaves and then a few days later like you cannot kiss me you can't kiss me i've gotten a rash from people before from having that trimmed beard that is extremely sharp it is bad for you it's it's like I've gotten a really horrifying rash before and there's nothing you can do. You can like pre- you have to pretend you fell down and then it's not <laughs> it's not good. You know, be like, oh, yeah, my boyfriend did this to me. And they're like, oh, that pussy rash on your face. Oh, like, oh that great. horrifying looking thing on your face. Yeah, that's not great. Beat you like what? And it's like, yeah, his face beat me up. Because it's like this horrible. His little follicles really went to town on me, and it's they rip you up. It's bad. (laughs) So yeah, I prefer no shave at all. Yeah, and I I'm guessing he's very well. I would say well trained, but that's so demeaning. But I mean, he is he's very good in that he does not comment on the amount of body hair I have in any portion of my body. But yeah. Because that he knows how to stay that, healthy. Because that right, yeah. Because that's correct. You, no one. That, that's not a thing you're allowed to comment on. Sorry. Yeah, no one's allowed to comment on that. And it's funny because like, it's hilarious how we've progressed. Because in middle school, the reason I first shaved, shaved my legs ever was because I heard girls who did bully me. Yeah. Um, I heard like my bullies talking about another girl with oh, unshaven no. legs. Oh, no. And being mean about her. And I was like, these girls already bully me. Like, you were sitting there with your long pants on. Yeah, I like, was like, uh, uh. Mm. <laughs> Well, no, because it was like they force you to change into shorts in gym, you know? Right. Not good. So I was just sort of like started freaking out because I was like, oh, my God, they're saying mean things about a girl. And now they're going to they're gonna come for me next. And uh, I didn't realize that bullies just like pick something to make fun of. I thought just just anything, anything yeah. that that they do that someone else doesn't is easy pickings. This yeah. is truly it's we need to not get to like together. unload a Judy not to unload a Judy Bloom novel on you or anything. But that's like just how <laughs> so it's interesting now that I've become so so much more resilient, and then also people are not allowed to say that about you anymore. Yeah, like that's kind of cool. I like that, and I know like other there are people who say that to each other who aren't cool like us. Yeah, but the people I care like the the people whose opinions I care about don't say that shit. Because yeah. they would be 
bad people if they did it. Because if, if they were the kind of person who would care, then they wouldn't be the people whose opinions you exactly, liked. <laughs> exactly. So we're good, right? Like, even my childhood bullies probably grew up, you know, and we're probably yeah, no, like, it's, yeah, it's, that's not we, cool. We all probably said up. some stupid shit when we were in fourth grade or whatever. Yeah, I mean, this was seventh grade. So, I mean, like, I was not, like a little Not great, but still no, extremely not young. Good. <laughs> very bad. Very bad. I remember once in seventh grade, I was wearing like this thing for like zany outfit day because that was like mm-hmm. a thing. And I didn't realize it wasn't cool to participate in that. And I had a girl come up to me and go, I think it, I think you look really nice, by the way. I just want you to know. I think you look really nice. And I was like, That's very kind. We have never spoken. And also. <laughs> and also, you're my best friend now. No, I was like, we have never spoken. And I know that you're just coming over here because your friend, like, you're trying to prove a point to yourself and your friends that, like, you are not talking about me. Yeah. But you've just actually informed me that people are talking about me and I yeah. was unaware. Yeah. Like, I did not know that that was happening. <laughs> yeah, you, and you, you thought told that me. maybe people were being mean directly to my face and you wanted. You wanted to to get on the good side, but no, you've just no. alerted to me that you've people are being told mean me to me. People are talking about me behind my back, and thank you for telling me to my face in a very transparent way that people are talking about me. God damn it! We Middle we school. truly need to our our Patreon should just be level one. Pay this amount. All of this money is going towards is paying a therapist. To yeah. <laughs> listen to our show, to uh, to take notes on and report back to us. <laughs> we've already look, we've already done idea. the therapy sessions. We just need an actual licensed person to go back and listen to them. Yeah. Oh my god, that would be so much easier. <laughs> Incredibly than paying easy. someone a hundred dollars a week, and then you have to sit there for you know. Yep. It's so horrible. We've already said everything we're going to in a session. That's true. We did kind of, we have sort of like opened up the closet and aired out the skeletons here on our podcast. Every week. Every, <laughs> Every <single> week. week. <laughs> there's nothing, after a while, there's nothing to talk about that isn't deeply personal. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Got to start digging for that content. Let's start digging for that money. We we need to give some advice for once. We need to teach people how to do stuff because that's a thing that we rarely do, uh, being a how-to podcast. Mm-hmm. We're going to teach you how to get ahead at work. But what does that entail? Like how to negotiate a better salary for yourself, how to get a better office space, just how to how to get that promotion I feel like it's all a balancing act, right? Because right. you never want to work too hard at your job because that's stupid and you don't get paid enough, right? Yeah. And then it's also like you need to be putting forth the appearance uh-huh. of the effort while not actually doing more. And also like to get ahead, you have to be present and visible doing yeah. your job, but you also can't stand out too much. Yeah. You know, like you got, it's so you have to be so careful. And it's like, okay, well, uh there's this thing that uh white men do where they yell at at their job. Like mm-hmm. I work in an office and I still have a fair amount of people like as a a woman in the office, I feel very uncomfortable being direct with people, especially in emails. Like yeah. I am very concerned about my tone in emails. Right. right. 
But then I get very short, snippy, almost unpunctuated emails specifically from men. And I'm like, are you not concerned about your tone ever? Yeah. And my... I the, think the, answer the, no. answer, <laughs> the answer is no. The answer is no. They're not. They're not. And they don't have to mind their tone constantly. And I, un- I understand that it's even worse if you are a person of color in the office. Like, yeah. it's way worse. Like, I worry about my tone as a woman. And I worry about being a bitch, you know, and saying something, which is my job to say. You know, I'll say, like, this is, this is something you cannot do. You have to do it this way. But then I have to, like, put exclamation points and smiley face emojis. And I know that the same is true and, mul- like, uh, on multiplied by you know a certain factor for people of color in the office as well Mm -hmm. that we have to constantly monitor like as women we monitor our tone and it's just like that times a thousand too if you're any sort of group but these white men get to just yell they're just like allowed to yell and then people are like they must be really good at their job they're yelling an awful lot yeah and it's bullshit i want to yell i I sure i sure can hear them all the time (laughs) Yeah, like they are, they are certainly yelling a lot and that's probably <laughs> that means that they're good at their job. That means productivity, I think. I want to yell like that's what I love about working from home is I finally get to yell, you right. know? Like it's only you know, me and Taylor sharing an office and so he's the only one who hears it, but it's great because he goes, "I know, they're such a bitch." And it's awesome because it's the only <laughs> feedback I've ever wanted. Like <laughs> at my old at my office the physical office that I haven't been to in over a year, there was a woman across the office from me who was yelling, like across the hall from me, who yelled all the time. And yeah. I was like, that's amazing. I want to yell. And I then wanna, I was like, I, I, yell can't, more often. I can't pull it off. I know I can't pull it off. Yeah. So, I don't know I would be fired, but I, f- I have a feeling I would be fired. I think I th- it sounds like, I mean, you have way more experience in an office setting than I do. This is not This is not something that, I I have had to contend with is being in this sort of cliche office environment. I have gotten ahead at work and it was really a dress for the job that you want kind of situation where I came in and I was hired at my current job. And I, this is, I, th- I think my current job is the only time I've ever gotten like a legitimate raise and promotion mm. within a company. And yeah. the reason why is because I just... I came in with a a position that was stupid and didn't need to be done and I didn't want to do it. So I just did the work of the position above me Mm -hmm. and just kind of waited for that to work out. That's not that's a very specific scenario and not something that many people can. That's not actionable advice for most people. But I think it's like if you see an opening. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you saw something that wasn't being done and that needed to be done. And you filled that gap. Yeah. You took a gamble, though, because you did it without getting the money for it. Yeah. I wouldn't initially. necessarily suggest that, but. No, not at, in most scenarios. That was the thing, though, is that, like, it was it was an interesting situation where I was doing what some people might consider to be more work. But it was the work that I had intended on doing upon arriving at the job in the first place. So it's mm. the work I wanted to be doing anyway. Yeah. I don't know. It's a weird brewing is a weird. <laughs> but a you got ahead doing world. something you you got ahead doing something you want to do, which is yeah. good. Yeah, I um I got ahead. I got promoted a couple times during quarantine. I think it was because I know how to use a computer at my house. <laughs> 
Not that's 100% good. Sure. If, if we're well in these next couple months, if you're listening to this looking for advice for the office life at home, just get good Wi-Fi, probably. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, spend the extra dollar to get the, get the next best Wi-Fi speed. Learn uh, how to might Google. Help. Like, I Google things all the time, and that is that is something like I I like to use my resources. Among yeah. my coworkers, if I have a question, but also it's super cool if you're self sufficient. Like if you can just Google something, you should probably do that instead of bugging someone because you don't want to be the person that's like always. I mean, use your resources obviously, but like yeah, you can sound like real smart if you just Google things you don't know. Absolutely, <laughs> I'm all for that. I'm all about like working smart, not hard. Like if I can just Google something instead of emailing someone, it's it's so much better. And I, that's all I want is I just like I think I'm at that point and I'm afraid to progress any further where I have very, I have minimal oversight mm-hmm. and minimal responsibility. <laughs> and that's that is all I want. I want no responsibility. And I also don't want anyone breathing down my neck. And in oh, order my to do God. That, I that, just hate that's it. That's my whole like. I just, what I want is I want somebody to give me a list of tasks that they know I can do competently. Yeah. I want, I want that list of tasks to easily fill an eight hour shift and I would like to do them without anyone looking at me. Yeah. Like, don't look at me. I'm going to do it. I'm going to get them done. I'm going to get them done perfectly fine. I might take a, a couple more five minute breaks than you'd want me to potentially. But that list of tasks that you needed to get done for the day, you better fucking believe it's going to get done and it's yeah. going to get done right. So get off my back. <laughs> exactly. Like it's going to happen a little bit of autonomy. You know, I feel like a lot of people thrive in that environment where you just have autonomy and you can just get the work done. And I don't yeah. understand when I get to the point where no one's like monitoring my computer activity. Like, I would like to get to that point, please, without doing, like, monitoring anyone else, supervising anyone else, training anyone. I don't want to do that. I just want to do my job. And then I want to go home. Like, that's all I want. And then I don't want to think about it anymore. And I love that. That's really the dream. This week, we have the pleasure of showing you a song from the incredible Lord Snow. She's a DIY artist working out of her bedroom in East Midlands, UK. Lord Snow has been featured on some blogs, some indie radio shows, and BBC Introducing. Some big inspirations to her are some amazing songwriters and storytellers like Springsteen, Taylor Swift, Leonard Cohen, a bunch of incredible artists that I think are emulated really, really well in Lord Snow's music. So I'm excited for you to listen. This song is called Meet Me. It's going to be available on all streaming services on the 12th of April. So you'll be able to listen to this on your favorite streaming platform. It is on SoundCloud until then. And if you go to the link in my description, you'll be able to follow that to find Lord Snow on all streaming platforms. Follow them there. Make sure that you're going to get notified when new stuff drops. Make sure you hop on on the 12th to listen to this as soon as it goes live. Please enjoy Meet Me by Lord Snow. Come to meet me at this bitter end 
what what now can people do to truly get ahead in the office is there bribery is there is there food that you can bring in can if does do baked goods help you get ahead in the office what what can people actually do to to keep themselves in their boss's mind's eye when their boss is thinking of people who need a little a little bit extra on the paycheck a little bit maybe somewhat they got a new corner office that opened up and somebody they're they're trying to think of somebody to fill it you know yeah well i will say this if you are a cis white man you're doing great you're doing great sweetie you're doing great you're doing great you're doing great you just continue to go into the office and sit at your stupid desk and do your stupid fucking job and you'll get promoted just fine i will you can turn off the podcast now you don't you you don't need anything past here Yeah. Um, If you're like any of the rest of the human population, I would say probably what would if I were a boss, Mm -hmm. something I despise is excuses. Yeah. I hate excuses. Like even even for anything, it doesn't matter. Like if you got to take the day, take the day. Don't tell me why. Like. Right. I'm not your buddy. You know what I mean? <laughs> if you got to take the rest of the day, I don't need to hear your fake sick voice. Like, just take the rest oh of the day. Oh, my God. You know? If you're <laughs> you late. Can't, you cannot pretend that you have not put on that fake sick voice. Though. I know. But <laughs> I don't want to do it. have done it. No, because now I email. I exclusively email. And Is there any no way to make your emails sound sicker? <laughs> yeah. I, like, make sure I don't put exclamation points in them when I... I want to really convey how low my tone is throughout this whole well, day. Well, now it's so sad because I do only take off work when I'm actually really sick. But yeah. then it's it's just trying to like convey that in an email is very difficult. And I still get nervous. You always feel the need. Off. You always feel the need to put in all of your symptoms. Like yeah. I, I vomited this morning. I my I have a worse sore throat than I've ever had. Like yeah, I would say this do cough not do is that. terrible. I would say do not do that. Just say hey, I'm not feeling well. I need the day. Very sorry, yeah. no, unanticipated, and that's it. Like don't don't make excuses. Show up on time, and uh. Oh just man! If you shit can, on the white guy's work, just if, like yeah. if you can be get like, in, well, so and so didn't do it. So if you can get into love, the office yeah. before anybody else, that's huge. If there is like, I know that that's that's like getting up in the morning is difficult for people, but if you can get up in the morning just early enough to get into the office, get everything laid out, have a moment to everyone needs. No one can get right to work. Everyone needs a moment before they can actually start being productive. So if you can get to work and be able to get through your little routine and start working before anybody else gets in. Oh, my God. You you would be surprised at what you can get away with because everyone just pictures you as being the person like that person's there. That that person is always there. I I yeah. know that they're dedicated to their. You don't have to be fucking dedicated to your work. In terms of productivity, it doesn't matter. It's all optics, no. baby. That's what we're it here is. talking about. If you can be there at least before your boss, and your boss can walk in and always see you there working hard, quote unquote, you're you're sky's the limit, baby. Sky's get the limit. Get a couple of these. Get a couple of these. This is not a real keyboard, so hold on. Yeah, it's off. Here we go. 
You got to get like your 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 gaze at your screen, yeah. right? And you got to like <sighs> <sighs> man. A couple of those going. <laughs> get, you know, get a, like... get a couple get a couple sweat wipes <laughs> off your forehead. <laughs> <laughs> Shake your head, you know, a little bit, you know. <sighs> <laughs> These that. bastards out of the out of the Los Angeles office are doing nothing. Oh my nothing. god! Fucking bush league over here. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Those this they're is on amateur fucking, hour. They're on West Coast time. We don't do it like that over here. Ridiculous. This is. Can we can East we Coast get their supervisor? Rules. Can can somebody find their supervisor and and get them to whip them into shape? Because this is ridiculous. Oh hey boss. <laughs> hey boss. Oh my god! I didn't see you there. Can you believe this? <laughs> <laughs> don't worry don't worry about it i've got it i've I'll, got it under i'll control. take care of it <laughs> whenever my boss asks me to do anything i'm just like yeah absolutely no problem yep just like why would you say anything else to your boss ever just always yeah. say yeah i'm on it right now it doesn't matter because i mean like i have a job where nothing where truly nothing matters so it doesn't matter if your boss tells you to do something that's going to supersede whatever you have going on even if what they want is technically not what's best in your workflow uh -huh. just do it because nothing matters like yeah doesn't don't fight with people over nothing like I work in a very boring field where nothing is actually technically an emergency because you know lives are not at stake yeah so like just just learn to not give a shit. You got to be too busy for the the extraneous shit though. Like you mm -hmm. have to be verbally too busy with your actual work to volunteer to put together things like birthday parties. You know? God no. That'll like, get you that'll make people shit on you. If you're the person, that's the thing. Like if you want to bring muffins, don't. Yeah. Don't bring muffins. Women get stuck in these roles in the office so much more often than men do. It probably exponentially more often than men do. And I it seems like it doesn't it doesn't do a lot for you in your actual career. You have to you have to be available to do the things that your boss wants when it comes to your actual job description, but when it comes to like up upkeep in the office and like office morale shit Push that off to somebody. You you are you're Never. too busy. You're too busy to do that. That's not your job. You don't. That's not what you get paid for. Yeah. That's no, not get a toy. Get a toy pencil skirt. You know. Yeah. Just like rock it. Just rock that shit. <laughs> okay. That's like, a little bit of a non sequitur, but I'm into it still. I'm just saying, if you dress to be like awesome, yeah. You know what I mean? Like dress in a power blazer, like something really like. Mm, oh, there's gotta be business. A there's got to be a fashion aspect to getting ahead in the oh, office. There absolutely is. Well, something like crazy that um, there's a wage ga gap between fit people and people who are overweight. Horrifying. Because I mean, like ev every kind of discrimination happens in the office. So, yeah. yeah. No, I mean like there's a massive wage gap between you know people who are fit and people who are overweight and it's absolutely bizarre and it's like why do fit people think that i don't know it's extremely bizarre but yeah quote unquote looking professional is very important and it's like you know what that's the thing is like we're gonna tell you how to get ahead at work but like none of us like it like this is no. all part of the white capitalist patriarchy like yep. everything we suggest is to make yourself uh, like act and seem more like a white man but also it's like you're never gonna get treated like that because if you're not, then you're not. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. So it kind of sucks and I hate this. It's, it sucks. It sucks and I'm sad. <laughs> I don't know what to do I'm, about I'm it. I'm bumming myself out. <laughs> I just really... I was thinking about the lack of diversity in my field and I was like, I guess I just have to make my own company and just fill it with like the gayest, coolest people I can think of. We'll just be, yeah, you know, the gay insurance company. I don't know. Like, what do I do? <laughs> I think that's how I have to handle it because this and is ridiculous. I, I would support you every step of the way, Emily. Can I say that? Yeah. And what I think what I can do for the to, to sort of even out the numbers i think i can fulfill my lifelong dream of being a house husband i I'll, mean i'm jealous of you i'll get out of the workforce entirely yeah. i will i will encourage and enable my fiance as much as i can to to help to help her in any way that i can i'll, I'll cook dinner every night i'll do whatever i need to i'll take care of the kids Whatever, whatever has to happen, and I'll I'll homebrew some beer, and I'll make a podcast, and uh, I'll I'll have I'll have a life. It'll be great. I'm, I mean, but I'm I, very jealous. The of difference you. is, I'm not forced into that situation. I want to be there. That's that's yeah. what I, that's a goal of mine. <laughs> yeah, it's a fabulous goal. You know, if that's like what you want, you know. Yeah, I think that is like you gotta want it. You gotta make your um intentions known uh-huh. and then just be a self-starter because everyone likes a self-starter if you don't have to be told what to do constantly that's a plus so get yourself in a situation where you figure out what your boss wants and then just give it to them before they ask that that's, way they're not on your back that's the and trick, then also honestly. they think that way they're not on your back which you don't want and also they think that you're good and that yeah. you can just do shit and that's like everybody wins if you can put together, because this is this is where I get lost all the time, where I I'm at work and something happens where it like severely takes away from the the workflow of the day. Like something happens. Th- this happens in my industry all the time because we have we have limited tank space and we we have like uh, choke points in our production like system that sometimes something happens and the all the work you had planned for the day is like okay well we can't do any of that anymore so we have to find other stuff to do and i fall into this rut all the time where it's like i need somebody to tell me what to do and i don't Mm. i feel like it's not my job to just get down on hand and knee and start scrubbing the floors when i can't think of what to do because that's bullshit yeah that That that's no one's job you know so I, I do fall into that rut. So if you can actually manage to put together a list for yourself, that is what is stuff that actually needs to be done. And it's stuff that your boss would ask you to do if you let them get there. Dude, you're, you're you'll be more successful than me because I can't fucking do that. <laughs> That's. <laughs> I think you guys probably need to plan out your days a little bit more efficiently, but you know. Nah, man, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna keep it rolling every Friday. We're gonna be like, okay, this is what's happening next week. We'll figure it out when we get there. <laughs> sounds great. Sounds great. Yeah. No, I uh, I think we did it. I think it's just like fuck the patriarchy. Fuck, fuck the patriarchy. Start. Emily's Everything gonna start a company. Do. Okay. I don't know what the company's gonna be, but Emily's gonna start a company. If you are not a white man, just blanket. Yeah. <laughs> 
you you yeah. you get you get a spot in the company you're gonna get paid fairly it's gonna be it's gonna be competitive we'll just fucking train you that, that's the thing there's no job on this earth i really do believe unless you need like a super advanced degree like you're a surgeon or you know something like that but like any office job where your boss is making like hundreds of thousands of dollars a year, there's no job in which like in corporate America in which you cannot be easily trained. It's it's ridiculous. No. You send emails all day and you yell on the phone like learn you learn the industry and then move forward. There's nothing that's that fucking hard. Like none of these people who make all this money are doing anything special. And I no. hope people realize that. They're not no. doing anything got- that's unbelievably hard to do. If you speak to these people, you understand that because they're not special. No. They, like, eat at the country club and think that's fine dining. Like, it's not... You know what I mean? Like, it's... People disgust me and I hate yeah. it. And I... If, if you I, think that... If you, ha- if, if you are in the camp of people who think that higher salary equals better worker, more productive, better educated... Just read any book. Just read a book. Yeah, <laughs> just, just read a book. Just pick up a book and read it. Because that's absolutely yeah. not how any Those shit works in not, the world. They got they're, not, they're lucky. They got lucky yeah. over and over and over again, and they're probably white, and that's how they got there. There's no secret sauce. I will no. say that. There's no. Those people just, just know how to answer emails and look exasperated just like the rest of us. Yep. So um and there's not room for all of us up there. It's just them. So and they're going to work really hard to make sure it's them forever. That's. <laughs> anyway, this is, your, this is your monthly bummer episode of Downtown John <laughs> Arrives late. <laughs> arrives to ruin your Saturday. <laughs> super late. Arrives just in time to ruin the rest of your weekend. Just It comes just in time for the Sunday scaries. Oh, my God. Are you dreading going back to work on Monday? Us, too. Us, too. We are, we are not stoked for for this, for continuing our, our jobs in this horrifying capitalist hell, hellscape of America. We are weekend warriors. All right, y'all. Thank you so much for listening. We have a couple people to thank. I would like to thank Ethan Gustafson. Uh, he wrote the music for our intro and outro theme and you can find more work from Ethan at somepointsound.com thank you so much to Natalie Spitzel for the use of her cover art if you'd like to see more from Natalie you can go to her Instagram at nms underscore creative or you can go to her website nataliespitzel.com Outlaws and Old Ones it's a Twitch show but it's also as of Tuesday this week Tuesday April 13th 2021 it is going to be a full-fledged podcast and on launch day, again, Tuesday, April 13th, 2021, there are going to be three full episodes available for you to listen to. This is going to be bingeable from the get-go, baby. So there are going to be three episodes that are coming out. It's, it is a radio drama style edit of our Twitch streaming show of the same name, Outlaws and Old Ones. So please go to your favorite podcast app, whatever that may be. Search Outlaws and Old Ones. It should come right up. It should be the only thing on there. Right now, there is a preview live in the podcast feed that you can listen to, but we mostly put it up so you can subscribe now. That way you get notified as soon as those first three episodes drop and you can listen to them right away. 
and and let us know what you think about it. Contact us at Downey Siblings on on any platform. We also have an Instagram for Outlaws and Old Ones. It's just at Outlaws and Old Ones. Contact us. Let us know what you think of the show when it drops. And please subscribe and please review it. We're really excited about about this this podcast coming out. Then, if you want to follow us along as we do the show live. Uh, we are live on Twitch every Thursday night at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Twitch.tv slash The Outlaws Network. Please go to that. that. Again, that's another one that we're like, we're almost at a big milestone on Twitch. So if you can help us get to affiliate, that's huge for us. We only need a couple more followers on, on our Twitch channel to get to affiliate. And that that opens up a lot of opportunity for us. So it would mean a lot if you have an email address. <laughs> to go to Twitch and find uh, the Outlaws Network, twitch.tv slash the Outlaws Network. Give us a follow. Uh, it would it would do a lot for us. So I'm rambling. Thank you. <laughs> do you like awesome CBD products? And do you like small family-owned businesses? Well, then I have an amazing thing for you. It is Homestead Hemp. You can go support them on their website, homesteadhemp1787.com, and buy any number of amazing CBD products. And this is special for downtime listeners only. When you go to check out, put in the code downtime for an additional 20% off your order. 20%? An amazing offer from Homestead Hemp. Once again, that's homesteadhemp1787.com. You can also follow them for some amazing content on TikTok and Instagram. On Instagram, they are at Homestead Hemp 1787 and they're at Homestead Hemp 1787 on TikTok as well. So definitely go give them a follow. Iris is a friend of the show and has done amazing things on both of those platforms. They're really wonderful to follow. And you can buy some awesome CBD products and learn about hemp farming and what it's like to be a small business owner of a hemp farm in upstate New York. Really amazing stuff. Highly recommend. Thank you so much to Iris and the Homestead Hemp family. Hopefully, now that now that weed is legalized in New York, she's thinking about maybe expanding her her product lineup. So that's that's very exciting. She's looking at the all the legalese with that, but it's it's, it's interesting. It's a journey. She's she's great. We love you, Iris. Thank you. All right. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Emily Downey. I'm John Downey. The patriarchy. Yeah. I will fight you. Keep that button hot. Oh. Hey.